Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz fall to the Denver Nuggets. 105-91 to 91 the final. This one really got away early. They just didn't hit a lot of shots early. They were down. The defense held uh, particularly strong for a long while before finally a Denver run. But the Jazz were down 10 at the end of one. They were down 12 at the half. They were down 13 at the third. So you really look at it. It was the early start uh, to this one that fell. This is Postcast, part of Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks very much for tuning in. David Locke along with Ron Boone. What did you see tonight? Well, I, I saw what you saw, a tired basketball team. And you could tell because of the way they got started. I mean, a very slow start, 23%, I think, yeah, 23% they shot there in the first period. And for the most part, what they were relying on, David, was perimeter, was jump shots. When you're not making jump shots, you got to get layups. you got to get some points in the paint. But that just did not happen in that first quarter. You end up in the hole. Tired teams have trouble coming back after you get down so many points. A lot of things went wrong for the Jazz in that regard. Rudy Gobert got a foul at the uh, second foul at the 801 mark on a not very good call. Uh, that then that, sent, that really sends the rotation haywire because you're without favors and without Hill. They missed six, all six three-point shots in the first quarter of this game. Gordon Hayward did not start well. He went 0-4 to start. So, Ron, you're exactly right. At that point, now you're a tired team playing. Jazz have played 15 games. Most teams in the league have played 13, some 12, some other 14. They've played 10 road games. Only the Phoenix Suns have played nine. So, Jazz is playing uphill as a tired team. That's not a script that you win a lot of games. Yeah, and fortunately, they were able to have a very successful road trip here last week or a week and a half ago, you know, to, to the point where they're respectable, I think, as far as their record is concerned. Right now, the Jazz are 7-8. Uh, and eight. Uh, This time last year, that's where they were. So it, it's... And, and we have a much better basketball team. So it looks like we have to pick things up uh, after, you know, maybe the first part of December. Gordon, the good news tonight, Gordon Hayward gets rolling uh, after a tough start. He's really been off his game since Memphis. Uh, and I, I think he's got to leave tonight with a little bit more confidence than he started tonight when he finished with 25.7 rebounds, two assists. Yeah, and we've watched him work very hard on his shot. I mean, he's very concerned with his shooting. He's worked very concerned with... Uh, uh, for field goal percentage, he's shooting right now, and he's working very hard at, at trying to correct those things. And, and uh, I noticed before the ball game tonight that he didn't play one on one or anything like that. He was just working on on his shooting in, in certain spots out there on the floor. And hopefully next game, the fact that you're going home on your home floor, that he can pick things up and get it going. The Jazz uh, tonight offensively was probably the bugaboo. The defense wasn't great again tonight. How concerned are you about where this team is defensively, or is that fatigue? I am concerned. I, I, we've been concerned all season long, and I think that the coach is concerned there as well. Like I said earlier, that this this team, I don't think, I think it's a good scoring team. I think we have the number of players that can shoot the basketball. I think the offense, if, if they run it correctly, they should get good looks. 
Uh, but defensively, it just, I don't know, they're, they're just having problems stopping teams. Uh, I would, I pause there because on one level I agree with what you're saying. On the other level, I still kind of look at tonight with like, gosh, Gobert, like I don't know if tonight, right? I mean, they just didn't, they didn't link the offense and defense the two nights. They played really well defensively against Chicago and then did not play well defensively against Houston, who's really good offensively. They didn't play well against Memphis. They probably should have. Tonight, I don't know, when you're tired and Gobert goes out, uh, at the 801 mark, I'm not sure you're going to be good defensively. I thought they held it together for a while. So I, I hear what you're saying. I don't. I, I have a very. I'll, I'll be honest. I have a very hard time. Go ahead. Well, you, you can see Quinn Snyder is very concerned with yeah. it as well. We watch practice. We watch how hard he's working on on practice and making sure that uh, players get to the right spots out there on the floor, forcing uh, uh, players in the right direction to pick up points. I mean, he's constantly talking about those things. Offensively, they just they work on their offense, and and he's not. Uh, they have a system, and, and they and they execute. They work on their system and practice. But defensively, they put a lot of effort into it. And right now, they just you know you look at the field goal percentage the teams are shooting against the Jazz, and then you that, that tells the story. So, I have a hard time figuring out if I, where I'm concerned, Ron. They're seven and eight. That's not great. But if you give me that box score back again, thank you very much. No, I'm just looking over your shoulder. Uh, if I do some quick math here. Tonight, and I'm not going to use names, but there were 46 minutes played, 48 minutes played, so an entire player's worth of minutes played from players who I did not anticipate being in the rotation. And that is making it incredibly difficult for me to be able to figure out if I think there's anything wrong or if I should be really worried or not right now. The, and I do think that injuries are part of this league and that those guys that I'm thinking of that I originally thought were going to be out of the rotation were going to play minutes this year because guys miss games. I just didn't suspect that it was going to be all of them at once or things of that nature. And so that's where I'm I, – I, I just don't have an opinion of how – of who we are and what we were so good in New York when everybody played, and that was for 33 minutes. We've had George Hill and Gordon Hayward on the floor together. We fought through against lesser teams in the East, uh, and then wore out here. And I just don't know how to feel about it. I really, I'm at a loss. Well, if you look at the players and, and you look at the box score, there's, and, and I agree with you there because there's players with minutes that you don't expect for in the beginning right now. And we just use Withy as as an example with with 18 minutes tonight. Probably not in the rotation, but he's had to play a, a significant amount of minutes tonight because of, because of uh, injuries. How strong of a defensive player is he? Uh, he's a good shot blocker, uh, on-ball shot blocker. He does do a pretty good job of, of, of helping out in blocking shots, but he's not physically strong enough uh, to to defend. You know the guys like Nurkic, who's very powerful at 280 pounds. You know that that type of thing. So the, the minutes. That players are getting out there on the floor now is because of injuries, and and I think, you know, it's, it's obvious that they're they're struggling with that. So the Jazz fall to seven and eight on the season. They lose one hundred five ninety one, a game that wasn't particularly. They got they got beat early, and then they really never they never got back in. There's one lead change. There were no ties. Uh, they trailed by as many as twenty. They they just never. He kept kind of looking up the scoreboard, feeling like oh it should be back to seven by now, and then it wasn't. And uh, so they never got back into it tonight. So they fall, play on the back end of back to back. We'll get a little rest. We only play three games. 
in t- between now and Monday. I mean, they play Wednesday, they play Friday, and they play Monday. That's really beginning to get some break in in the schedule and hopefully uh, allows these guys to, one, get healthy, and two, to uh, to get their legs back. That is postcast tonight, Jazz Fall, to the Denver Nuggets. On behalf of Ron Boone, I'm David Locke. Have a good night. Be safe. This has been Postcast on Lockdown Jazz, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.